1: Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape like right now. You'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go, and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin.
2: What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. I'm a personal trainer and boot camp instructor in Lenexa, Kansas. I've been working in fitness for over 10 years now. I've been a personal trainer for about eight. My goal of this show is to help as many people as I can reach their fitness goals and help make fitness a priority in their lives. Every week when you tune in to Be Fit for Life, between myself and all the guests I'll have on this show, you'll learn the skills you need to be set up for long-term success. So our journey begins today, and our first job is to get rid of all the excuses you've been using to not make fitness a priority in your life. So, we all make excuses to not work out. We all make excuses to not eat right or to cheat on our diet. We all have excuses. And the crazy thing is, we all see the importance of fitness. See, I believe everyone sees the importance of fitness, and everyone has fitness goals. Whether you've taken the time to commit your goals to paper or not, everyone has fitness goals. Everyone has things that, about themselves that they'd like to improve. Maybe it would be your appearance or maybe you'd like to have more energy or less stress. Maybe you have lower back pain or knee pain. I've never met anyone that was overweight or had lower back pain and just thought it was the best thing ever and they didn't want that to change. We all have things we want to improve. Unfortunately, we use the obstacles in our lives as excuses to never get started. Obstacles like, I work crazy hours at work. Or I travel all the time for work. My schedule changes every week and makes it impossible for me to get in any kind of a routine. I have kids at home I need to be there for. My kids have activities going on every other night of the week and I need to be there to support them. I could never make it to the gym. There's no way I could ever make it to the gym. If I did make it to the gym, I wouldn't know what to do when I got there. Any of these excuses sound familiar? We use these obstacles in our lives as validation to ourselves that we just can't make fitness a part of our lives right now. We just can't do it. We're just too busy. It's not possible. We convince ourselves that it can't be done, and we kind of let ourselves off the hook. We tell ourselves we're going to get to it later. We always do this. This, this month is just so busy. Next month, will settle down a little bit. I'll get started then. Ever said that? We do this all the time. We talk about working how we're going to start working out later down the road. And the problem with this way of thinking that magical day we're waiting on when all of a sudden we won't be busy anymore you have all this free time your kids won't be busy anymore that day is never going to come that day will never come that is the realization we need to make here today is the obstacles in our lives we're using for excuses are not going anywhere they're never going to go anywhere there's always going to be a reason not to work out there's always going to be a reason to cheat on your diet the only way you can overcome all these obstacles is decide to make fitness a priority now, regardless of what's going on in your life. Now, I'm not saying that your workout is more important than your job or your family or your kids' activities. Of course I'm not saying that. Of course that's not true. But what I am saying is that even though you're busy and you have obstacles and challenges going on in your life, you can still make fitness a priority in your life too. And if you choose to do that, your life will be better it's not always going to be easy. That's one thing you'll never hear me say on the show is that reaching your fitness goals and making fitness a priority is easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. But you will hear me say all the time that you can do it. This is a fight that anyone can win. All you have to do is make a decision that you're going to do it. So right now, we're going to take the first strike against our obstacles. We're going to throw the first punch in this fight. So we can overcome our obstacles before they become excuses. So that's all an excuse is. It's just an obstacle that you haven't overcome yet. It's not an obstacle that you can't overcome. It's an obstacle you haven't overcome yet. And so earlier this week, when I knew I was going to be talking about overcoming obstacles today, I started reflecting back of all the clients I've had and all the, some of the, great, the big obstacles they've had to overcome to reach their fitness goals. And all the excuses I've heard from people, some good, some bad, some just original and hilarious that I felt at the need to share them. So this is my list of excuses. And so we're going to put a stop to these excuses today so we can go, make, go ahead and make fitness a priority in our lives starting now rather than later. The top one that everyone uses, I'm too busy. I don't have time. There aren't enough hours in the day. You can always make time for it. Trust me, when, when, when it's a priority in your life, you can always fit it in, no matter how busy you are. I know that's not the, what you wanted to hear. You wanted probably a magic quick fix, but they're just not one. All it is, it's simple as that. You just have to make it a priority and keep yourself accountable. So on this show, I want, one of my goals on this show, I want to be able to give you all the tools that my clients that train with me in person can get. So I'll, I'll share documents videos on YouTube and on my Facebook page all the time for you to use. And so on the right hand corner of, my, of the show page is uh, a link to my Facebook page. If you go there, I added some documents to my timeline today and on my notes page also. But there's one that says accountability log. and This is a tool that all my clients use and it can help them get their workouts in. It basically just looks like a calendar. And so the way it works, at the beginning of the week you put in, you schedule basically when you're going to do your workouts. So take a look at your work schedule, take a look at your kids' activities, and when are you going to do your workouts? Write them in. And so basically that means you've scheduled time to do it. So you can't use the excuse, I don't have time. You just made time. And if something happens where you have to miss your workout, reschedule it to later in the week. This will dramatically raise your success rate. Because what we do is we were busy during the week, and so about Thursday we start thinking, oh, I need to get my workouts in. But we've already blown it. It's too late. We don't have enough time now. And so this will help you a lot. And you can print this off and use it over and over again. Second one, I don't know what I'm doing. I hear this a lot too. And it is uncomfortable. It's a challenge when you're doing something for the first time. But let me just remind you that once you didn't know how to walk, once you didn't know how to drive or do your job or raise your children, but you did it, you can and you will figure it out. So just start simple and go from there. Don't make the the excuse that just because you don't know what you're doing yet stop you. My kids get in the way. Most gyms have awesome daycares now, especially the big gyms. They'll have big daycares, and now they, these daycares have jungle gyms and video games, and your kids will love it. And if, and if you start bringing them there, that gives you another level of accountability because they'll want to go. If you don't have the luxury of using this, then try to get your workouts in when your kids aren't around. If they're always around, then include them. Including your kids in a workout is great. Just think of it this way. You're not going to get in the way of their play time, so don't get, let them get in the way of your workout time. If you include your kids in the workout, that is helping them make fitness a priority, too, and they'll grow up with that. I'm too tired to work out. You're too tired because you're out of shape. Once you begin to get fit, once you begin to exercise, once you begin to eat better, then you'll have more energy and you'll sleep better. Sometimes this excuse can be because of a stressful job. If you work really hard all day and you're not going to be able to work out till after work, that can be exhausting. I have this, this trouble. If I, I know that I don't have a lot of energy at the end of the day. If I have a lot of appointments, I have a couple of boot camps during the day, if I'm going to work out at the end of the day, that's going to be tough. That'll be really tough to do. And so it's best for me to try to work out in the morning or during, my, during a break I have in the late morning, early afternoon. And if you can't do it, if you have to work out after work, then be prepared to prevent those excuses. Make sure you have your workouts bag with you so you can go straight from work to the gym. Make sure your iPod's charged up. Make sure you have the right shoes. Make sure you have your gloves. Avoid any reason to go home. Because I know if I have to go home instead of going to the gym, if I have to go home first, then I may not make it to the gym. And so avoid that excuse and make sure you're ready. And the more you make yourself do it, you'll get in a regular routine. It'll be easier. Working out is so boring. This is an easy fix. If what you're doing is boring, then do something else. There's endless Im- options of what you can do for, for exercise, for resistance training, for cardio. There's all kinds of choices. My dad used to always say that the best workout is the one you like the best because that's the one you're going to do. And I think that's very logical and makes a lot of sense. If you like something, you're going to do it more often. A lot of the reason you could be bored with your workout is because you've been doing the same thing every time. So change it up a little bit, it'll get more exciting and you'll probably get back in the workout zone. I hate going to the gym alone. I understand this excuse. I empathize with this one because I used to make this all the time. I used to use this excuse for all kinds of things. Starting something new all by yourself can be really challenging. But don't let being a little uncomfortable stop you. If you shy away from everything that's outside your comfort zone, you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff in life. Be courageous and go for it. If the gym is, is what intimidates you, then try to find a little bit less intimidating environment. Maybe a different gym would be easier to start with. Or maybe try going to a boot camp uh, with some of your friends. It will be a smaller group. It would be a little more welcoming. Uh, personal training, so it's one-on-one. Or you can work out your apartment complex or find stuff at home to do. Don't let being uncomfortable stop you. I can't afford to be fit. This is another one I hear all the time. Gym memberships have specials all the time now where you can save a lot of money. Or What you can do is just take a look at all the money you spend every month. What are you spending money on that you don't really need to? How much fast food do you eat a week or do you eat out very often? What can you, what can you turn into fitness money? Or if personal training is what you want to do, you can't afford personal training, then find a workout buddy or find a special with a trainer. Maybe work out with a partner or work out in a group and it'll, or work out in a boot camp and it will be a lot less expensive. If you still can't afford that, then, I mean, body weight exercises, things you find on YouTube or on TV, they don't cost anything to do. And there's lots of inexpensive choices out there. You can get inexpensive equipment that you can do at home. You can get at Target, at Dick's, at Walmart. Anywhere these days. And most all of them, they include directions and stuff I do them. They'll include a DVD. They'll include a pamphlet of all kinds of different exercise choices. So it doesn't matter how much money you have to spend on fitness. Fitness is the only thing in the world that is so much about more valuable than what it really costs you to do. You don't have to spend anything to get in shape. My back hurts. You need to be more active if your back hurts. We sit all day long. We sleep, and then we get up and sit in a chair and eat breakfast. We sit in a, care and dri- in a car and drive to work. We go to work and we sit in a chair and lean forward in, in our computer chair. We then we get back in our car and drive home. We go home, sit on the couch, and then we sit at the table, to eat the to dinner, and then we get back in bed. We're always in that leaning forward position. No wonder your back hurts. You need to, if you want your back to stop hurting, then you need to. Be more active. The more flexibility and things like that you include and more core training It's going to help get your back to feel better. I'm, I'm too overweight. I'm in horrible shape. This to me is hilarious. I, this is, every trainer has heard this before. I need to get in better shape before I can start working out. There's no set fitness level you have to be at There's no set fitness level that you have to be at before you can start working out. Just because you're not in as good a shape as you used to be doesn't mean that you can't do it now. So don't let that stop you from starting. Well, on that note, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back in just a minute. We'll finish talking about our excuses, and then I have one really important question to ask you. We'll be right back.
0: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at
2: gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We are just talking about excuses. Um, I'm overweight. I'm in a horrible shape. I want to talk about this one again. Most people think it. It'll, basically, it means I need to get in better shape before I work out. And so I've heard people. A lot of people say this all the time. And so all it is is just it's you feeling like you're in the worst shape that you've been in a while. And you maybe the last time you remember working out, everything was a lot easier. But I just want to stress to everybody that no matter where you work out, there's no norm to start working out at. You don't have to be at a certain fitness level. Fitness to me is about doing better tomorrow than you did today, doing better next week than you did this week, next month than this month. It's always just about progressing. Basically every exercise, every workout program there is can get a million times harder, a million times easier. And on to get in shape, all you have to do is get started. And you can always everything's always going to get easier. And the last excuse that I've heard a lot, this is one I just threw in there because one of my clients before used to say it all the time, it always just cracked me up. But she always would use I don't want to have to redo my hair and makeup. That was their favorite excuse. Now, maybe it's not fair to me to judge this excuse because I don't have short hair and I don't ever wear makeup. But Mike's, I hear this and I'm like, come on. Really? That's your excuse? <laughs> what, what is really more important? How your hair looks or how your body looks, feels, and performs? Ask yourself that question. Well, that's my, that's my list. So now we know what our obstacles are. And now going forward, we can prevent them from becoming excuses. If I didn't mention your excuse or if I didn't mention the obstacle you face or you're having a tough time overcoming, send me an email, gmail, and I'll address it. Now, before we go any further, we need to ask ourselves a very important question, and that's what do you want to accomplish? Before we make a game plan, we've got to know what we're trying to achieve. So let's set some goals. As I said earlier, I want you to be able to use... These are documents that I use with all my clients. On my Facebook page again, I added three pages today, and these are all part of a goal project that I use with my clients all the time that have worked really well. Uh, One of it is called See It, Believe It, Achieve It. I am powerful, and if you believe it, you can achieve it. These are all documents that are on my Facebook page that you can go to and and find on my timeline, or they're also in the notes page. Uh, I'm just going to go through these. Uh, If you don't have them, this is something... If you don't... You're not at where you can look at them, you can do this again later. Uh, But to see it, believe it, achieve it. Our job is to hold on to the thoughts of what we want. Make it absolutely clear in our minds what we want, and from that, start to invoke one of the greatest laws in the universe, and that's the law of attraction. You become what you think about most, but you also attract what you think about most. And that's from the Bible, Mental Toughness, my favorite book, The Secret. If you haven't ever watched The Secret before, it is a great self-help book for success for whether it's fitness, your career, anything you want to do. It teaches us about the law of attraction. Everything that's coming into your life, you're attracting into your life. It's attracted to you by the images you have in your mind. It talks about two of the most important things I've found to be crucial in anyone's success, no matter what it is they want. Those two things are visualization and a positive attitude. Most people focus on what they don't want to have happen instead of what they do want to have happen. If we focus on the negative, the negative outcomes are usually what we're going to end up getting. As Herman Edwards used to say, you play to win the game. If you play to win the game, if you play the game trying not to lose or worrying about losing or worrying about messing up, then you're going to lose. When you're constantly worrying about what could go wrong, then more things are going to keep going wrong. If you're positive and focus on all the good things in your life, then good things are going to keep happening. The law of attraction doesn't see good or bad. It doesn't play favorites. It just gives you back what you ask for. The best way to predict your future is to create it. Good things happen to those who go for it. So I really believe this to be true. I think, think, of all, think back of all the big things you've had in your life, whether it be in sports or whether it be in something in your career or your job. If you've been, when you're focusing all the times on how things could go wrong or be worried so much about how bad you'd do if you fail, then chances are probably fail you probably failed or you weren't very successful if you're focusing on how great it's going to feel when you're successful or what it's going to seem, feel like when you're up on that podium after you, when you get your hand raised, then you're probably going to be successful. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. I know this to be true be very important because as a personal trainer, if any of you are personal trainers, when people come to us, then they normally have already failed, and that's why they're coming to us. How many times have you been trying to lose weight in the past and haven't had results? If you failed over and over and over again and keep trying, I mean, it's if you don't believe that you can do it, if you expect to fail, you're going to fail. So you have to get your mind right at the beginning to be successful. And the next page, this is a goal. This is a poem I, just, I think is really awesome, and I've used it, started using it for a goal sheet a long time ago. It's called "I Am Powerful." I am very powerful. Whatever I set my mind on having, I will have. Whatever I decide to be, I will be. The evidence is all around me. The power of my will has brought me precisely to where I am right now. I've made the choices. I've held the thoughts. I've taken the actions to create my current reality. And I have the power to change it into whatever I want it to be. With the choices I make, I'm constantly fulfilling the vision I have for my life. If that does not seem to be the case, then I'm deceiving myself about what I really want. Because what I really, truly want, I will get. What I truly wanted in the past, I already have. If I want to build a billion-dollar business, I will take the actions necessary to do it. If I want to sit comfortably watching TV night after night, I'll take the actions necessary for that. Don't be disappointed in my results or just the outward manifestation of my priorities. I'll be sure what I truly want because I'm sure to get it. I love this poem. I think it, it just says basically everything. If you really want something, you'll take the actions necessary to do it. See, a lot of people say they really want something, but then when they come in to see you on Monday, they tell you about everything they did wrong. The first thing out of their mouth will be how they cheated on their diet or or how we're not checking their weight that day because they, they messed up over the weekend. If you really know what you want, then you're going to make these sacrifices. That's why we write this down. Too many people write down goals or write down New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, and then they put it in a drawer and never look at it again. What's the point of that? You need to have these. You write these down so when the going gets tough and you have to make sacrifices, because there will be sacrifices you'll have to make. You'll have to skip. you You will have to... Eat food you don't want to sometimes. There'll be times you want to cheat from your diet. There'll be times you want to skip workouts. There'll be times that you don't want to go to the gym. And if you know what you're, why you're doing all this, it's easier to make yourself go. Now, the next page, if you believe it, if you believe it, you can achieve it. The next page, this is we're going to take this, step, this goal setting a step further. We're going to make a vision board. So just like I just said, I want you to have a reminder every day why you're making the sacrifices that you're making. And so what you're going to do is you're going to write on the I Am Powerful poem on the, in the little space there, write everything you want. That's where you write your goals. Write your goals down. And on, you're going to take that sheet and you're going to put it on a big construction board. Mine is 24 inches by 36 inches long. I want it big so I can write all kinds of stuff all around it. And just, you just want to have enough room. You can put a lot of stuff all around your, all around your goal sheet. And around your goal sheet, anything that you can any like quote, picture, image, anything that when you look at it, it reminds you what it's gonna be like when you're successful. Those are the things you want to use. And when you get done with this, put it up somewhere so that you can see it all the time and always have a reminder of why you're working so hard and why you're making the sacrifices that you're making. Now we're gonna talk about the most important component in fitness and that's nutrition. So we're gonna talk a lot about nutrition on the show. And I got a lot of great guests that are really great at nutrition, and and they're going to give us even more tips. Uh, But today, I'm just going to give you what I give my clients at the beginning, and that's just to help you get started on the right foot, and then we'll go from there. And so you're going to go to uh, my Facebook page again, and this document is the one that says healthy eating, getting getting started with nutrition, basically is what it says. Healthy eating, getting started. So these are just the tips I'd like everyone to get started with. So the first is to log your food. Calories in versus calories out is important to, to, I mean, it's almost important, just as important, it's more important almost to count quality than it is to count calories, but I think everyone should count calories a little bit at the beginning. Otherwise, you probably are eating way more than you think you are. We all underestimate how much we eat. Before I became a trainer, I was a teacher for three years before I started being a trainer, and I knew nothing about nutrition. And... I was trying to work out so much harder, I was trying to get in shape, but I knew I was going to be starting as a trainer, and I was working out so hard, and I changed my way I ate and everything, and I just could not get any results, I could not understand what was going on, and basically when I learned about calorie counting, I just started counting for the first time, I found out I was eating so much more than I thought, and that's pretty much the mind-blowing experience all of you will have when you first start counting your calories. But so it's important to count your calories. We want to we count quality, and so it's important to what kind of foods we eat, not just how much. But, but the bottom line is, we have to be burning more than we take in in order to burn the body fat. So, counting your calories, everyone I think should do it for a little while just to learn how many calories they're eating. There are good places to, good websites you can use to do this uh, myfitnesspal.com, livestrong.com. Both of those are, are free, and it's easy places to make an account and start. I like these two because they have very big databases, so it's, it's hard to find food in there that uh, it won't have for you, and so it makes it a lot easier. And they also, these two also have phone apps, because that's another excuse that we're setting up for ourselves if we don't have the phone app, otherwise it'd be well, I, I didn't have a chance to make it to the computer today, or I just didn't have time. If you have it on your phone app, it's always with you, and so you're getting rid of that excuse before it pops up. The second thing is to learn to read labels. And that's just the calories per serving. How many? And so just look at the calories. Make sure you understand that there could be more than one serving in there. And if you don't pay attention to that, you could be having three or four servings and think you're just having one. And, and so you're missing out on a lot of calories. It's very important when you count calories to be accurate. Otherwise, it's just a waste of time. Make sure you measure all your food out. And so if it's a half cup or a cup, make sure you measure that out. Because when you're hungry, you're always going to eat put more than you think. It's always more than you think it is of, of calories because you're, you're always going to put a lot more on your plate. Number three is eat four to five times a day. This is a big change for most people starting out. Most people eat twice a day. I would say since I've been in training, I would say 60, 70% of the people because we work all day. Most people these days, we eat twice a day. We miss breakfast and then we eat really light during the day and then we come home and have a big dinner after we're exhausted from work and so your metabolism never has a chance to get going think of your body as a machine think of your body as a car and I mean you need fuel just like a car does so say if you eat dinner at six o'clock at night and then at six o'clock in the morning comes around you don't eat anything then you're gonna be running on fumes and you're not gonna have any energy to do your job to do anything that's 12 hours without food and if you don't eat again until lunch that's 18 hours so it's important first step to make sure you're eating breakfast lunch and dinner And then we'll throw some snacks in there once you get used to it. But you want to eat the more often you eat. You can get yourself to start eating four to five small meals a day. Eat about every three hours. It's going to really boost your metabolism up. You're going to have a lot more energy also. And you'll just be at the top of your game all day long. On that note, we'll come back and we'll finish these tips here in a second. We're going to take another commercial break. We'll be right back.
0: us on twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn
1: listen every week for mental health with dr sarita rao our program focuses on behavioral health issues like depression dependence on drugs and alcohol anger management stress and other challenges From ADHD to bipolar disorder, we'll want to hear from you with questions and experiences to share. That's mental health with Dr. Sarita Rao, live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Find out more. You don't need to deal with this alone. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it?
0: for someone with autism can be full of challenges and triumphs. Wherever you are on your autism journey, we all benefit from good information and guidance. Join host Rob Haupt every week for a friendly show that will leave you inspired and informed. Tune in to Autism Spectrum Radio. Our guests include parents, advocates and experts to discuss current experiences, treatments and breakthroughs for those living with autism. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at fitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for
2: Life. Uh, welcome back to Be Fit for Life. So we were just talking about eating tips. We talked about logging your food on a calorie count website, myfitnesspal.com, liftstrong.com. Learning how to read labels, making sure you're keeping track of the right amount of calories. So make sure you get all the serving sizes on there. Uh, and eating four to five times a day. Make sure you don't skip breakfast. Make sure you try to start eating every three hours. And the next thing is to eat like a king, eat like a prince, eat like a popper. Basically what that means is to eat more calories in the morning of the day. at the the beginning of the day and then fade out as you go. So most people, like I said earlier, they do the opposite of this. They'll miss breakfast completely sometimes or they'll they'll eat breakfast that like really should be their morning snack because it's later in the day. And they'll eat really little at lunch because they're just really busy at work. And then you're starving when you come home from work and you just eat a ton. And you don't need all that food at the end of the day because you're winding down. You're getting ready to go to sleep or you need all the fuel for. So it's best really your breakfast should be your biggest meal of the day. So that's what it means. Eat like a king, eat like a prince, eat like a popper. Try to start eating bigger in the morning. Try to have breakfast be bigger than dinner and just wind it down as the day goes on. Uh, drinking water is very important, and a lot, especially when it's so hot outside now, but a lot of people don't get enough water in. You should always drink at least half your body weight in ounces. And so if it's a 200-pound guy, half that would be 100 ounces. So make sure you always eat half your body weight in ounces. When it's hot like this, which you're working out outside, the more you sweat, the more water you need to replenish. If you're someone that sweats a lot during your workout, make sure you drink a lot of water to replenish that. Or if, you're, if you drink anything that dehydrates you like coffee, alcohol, make sure you drink more water to compensate for that too. And it's the best, a great tip is to start every day with a big glass of water. That's what I do every morning when I first wake up, I drink a big glass of water. It's, gonna, it's just going to help rev up your metabolism, give you a little energy in the morning. Cut out all processed foods. This is something, as a country, as we healthy today, our healthy is what we call healthy in society today, is just getting way farther and farther away from what healthy really is. You limit the amount of low-fat, 100-calorie packet foods. Whenever we take a food and we modify it over and over and over again, so it's not really, it's just a version of its former self, that's a problem. But that is what we call healthy these days. Do you have a lot of calories that, consisted, that consist of processed foods, a lot of your calories come from processed foods, then you're, you can really hurt yourself and your fitness goals. Um, and so and basically look at the ingredient list. Try to find foods that have just a few ingredients in a list. If it takes longer to read the ingredient list that it does eat the product, some of these 100-calorie or low-fat products are supposed to be... You know, snack packs so you can have a cookie and and it can fit in your diet. And it's like two or three bites for one thing, and so it's not really worth it. But if you look at the ingredient, it'll take you longer to read the ingredient list and will to eat it because it's like a mile long. If it if you have all those things on your ingredient list that really you can't even pronounce, then make a better choice. It's better just to eat real food. That's a really good book. It's called Eat Real Food. Just eat real food. Uh, I forget who the author is. I'll put it on my on my Facebook page. But it's a really good source to use. It's basically just saying get away from some of the from some of the processed foods that we eat all the time. So things that don't have don't have that many ingredients. Things like eggs, uh, baked potato. Try to find ingredients on an egg. There's no ingredient list because it's just an egg. That's it. Oatmeal, almonds, all these things you only have one or two ingredients. That's it. And so, those are the foods you want to have the majority of your diet being. I mean, it's not always, sometimes when you're in a hurry or you have to have a protein bar, it's a protein shake. I mean, sometimes there's no way to avoid processed foods, but you just do the best, make the best choice that you can. At the bottom of this healthy eating, getting started sheet, uh, I have this 54321 maintenance plan. And so, this is something I have my clients use after they make their goal. So, after they get to their goal, they don't have to be in quite the calorie deficit anymore then this is just a good five steps to help you stay with it. And it's just to eat five times a day, drink at least four pints of water a day at 64 ounces, eat every three hours, eat mostly foods with just two to three ingredients of them, and give yourself one cheap meal a week. And so this is something that you could do is to maintain so you don't fall into this habit of yo-yoing from healthy, unhealthy, healthy, unhealthy, and put weight on, take weight off. And so this is just helps you stay with it. Okay, so these are tips that can help you get started for now. In the future, I mean, on this show, like I said, we'll talk a lot about nutrition. I'll have some great guests lined up that come in and talk about nutrition a lot. For now, <clears throat> as you guys get to know me on this show, you're, one thing you're going to find out right away is that I am a huge sports fan. I I will probably use tons of sports analogies from time to time, and I, I can't help it. It's just, It's just going to happen. I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, by the way, and, so, and I have been since I was a kid. And so what a great time to be a Chiefs fan. Finally, what a great time to be a Chiefs fan. There's so much to be excited about now in Kansas City, home of the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else about that because I don't want to jinx them. But do you like going to the stadium to watch your games? When you, for whatever team you cheer for, do you go, like to go to the stadium to watch or do you watch at home? I usually like to go to about two or three games a year, and the rest of them I like to watch at home. If you're someone that likes to go to the stadium all the time, there is an opportunity for you to eat a ton of calories, whether you're tailgating or inside the stadium. And so I started doing some research now that we're into football season of menu items that stadiums offer these days, and holy cow, man, have things changed since I was a kid. There are some things out there that... by the way, before I start reading this list, I just want to stress that these are foods I want you to avoid. These are foods I would highly recommend you staying away from, unless you don't have anything better to do after the game. You have no plans. You don't have any problem stopping by the hospital if you just have a heart attack or anything like that. They're that bad. Well, let's start, start here with the Aaron Rodgers Burger at Lambeau Field. It includes bacon, Swiss, Havarti, avocado, pickles, jalapeno, Crispy fried onion rings, mayonnaise, ranch, and, wait for it, peanut butter. That's right. It's a bacon cheeseburger, basically, with mayonnaise, ranch, and peanut butter on it. I've never heard of a bacon cheeseburger that had peanut butter on it. I like peanut butter, but I don't know that I'd like it on my cheeseburger, so that's interesting, and probably a lot of calories. Some of these I have calories for, some of them I don't. That one I don't. Texas Rangers ballpark, they serve something called the Boomstick. It's as big as six regular hot dogs. This jumbo hot dog is topped with brisket, sour cream, nacho cheese Doritos. I couldn't find the calorie total on this either, but I bet it's like a whole day's worth at least. If it's as big as six regular hot dogs, that is crazy. Gateway Grizzlies, this is a minor league baseball team. They have what is called the Luther Burger, and I've heard of this before. Basically, it's a bacon cheeseburger, but instead of a bun, use two Krispy Kreme donuts as your bun, sometimes grilled. So that's another one like the peanut butter. Bacon cheeseburger and a donut. Hmm, I don't know. Northwest Arkansas National. This is another minor league, minor league team. Minor league teams they seem to have the most creative menus. This is a funnel dog. Basically a combination of a corn dog and a funnel cake. Two of some of the best things to have at a carnival. Corn dog and a funnel cake put together covered in powdered sugar. Wrigley Field, they have what they call the victory knot. Victory Knot is a soft pretzel that is so big, it comes in a 12-inch pizza box. It comes with three cheeses, three healthy cheeses, chipotle honey, honey mustard, beer cheddar cheese, and cinnamon cream. This one, I do have a calorie count for, and it comes in at 1,480 calories. Wow. So for some of you women who are keeping, who are going to start keeping track of your calories this week, that's pretty much a whole day. That's a snack that you're going to have at your football game on Sunday. The Michigan Whitecaps, they have, this is another minor league baseball team I found, and they have a, the, what they call the fifth third burger. The fifth third burger weighs more than four pounds. This bun is topped with a cup of chili, five hamburger patties. First, it's a cup of chili, then on top of that, five hamburger patties, five slices of cheese, salsa, nacho cheese, Fritos, Lettuce, tomatoes, and sour cream. And the picture I have of this, it's being sliced with a pizza cutter. It's that big. So it looks huge. Four pounds. And the biggest one that I found, the Strasburger at Nationals Park. The Strasburger has eight pounds of ground brisket, chuck, short ribs on a bun with, with secret sauce, cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, red onions, pickles, It's estimated to be between 8,000 and 10,000 calories and 600 to 700 grams of fat. They must just kind of throw everything on there if they have that big of a range of a guess. Between 8,000 and 10,000 calories. Man, 10,000 calories. Success Meals, by the way, is going to be a guest on our show next week. and I have been using their program for a long time, so that's how I know how many calories I'm having. But I'm having about 2,100 calories a day. So if the Strasburger, if I went to Nationals Park and had a Strasburger, and it was the ten thousand dollar, ten thousand calorie kind, that would be a whole week's worth of calories for me in one setting. And it's got to be huge. Ten for if eight pounds of ground brisket. I wonder if you get a T-shirt or your name up somewhere if you can actually finish it. I bet it takes the whole game to finish the thing. If you can, you have no energy to drive home afterwards. You need to take a nap in a stadium just to get some energy first. Well, those are all the tips i found. And so those are all the menus i found. We're going to take a short break again. When we come back, I'm going to tell you, basically, if you are going to the ballpark, tips that you could use to eat healthy while you're there. And then after reading you that list, I, the top of my list is eat at home. Don't eat at the stadium. And avoid all this food. But you're listening to Be Fit for Life. We'll be right back. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America
1: Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on
2: Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
1: Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes' work in reducing premature births. Almost half a million babies are born too soon in the United States. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and life-saving programs to help moms in our communities have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us during Prematurity Awareness Month in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com.
0: The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
1: You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness.com at gmail.com that's Chad Austin fitness at gmail.com
2: now back to be fit for life welcome back to be fit for life I just went got done telling, calling you telling you all these horrible food options that you have in stadiums across the country and so if you are going to go eat at a stadium my, my tip to, to make it a healthy experience is first try not to eat a meal at the stadium, if you can avoid it. If you're going to be there for a long time, then sometimes that you can't really avoid it. But if you're going to, if you can, try to eat your meals uh, away from the park and just have a snack at the park. But if you are going to eat there, then there are healthier choices at stadiums these days. We've come a long ways as far as giving us healthy choices. We've also came a long ways of giving us really some very unhealthy choices, obviously. But most, a lot of ballparks now they have calorie. Information underneath the product now on the menu list, and movie theaters are starting to do that a lot too. So, we have came a long ways, and things are starting to improve a lot in that line. But what you can do is go to your ballpark's website before you go to the stadium. Um, This is a lot of ballparks have really good websites, and if you find there, you can find the concessions and the menu lists on there, and you should be able to find nutrition stuff on there. But a lot of uh, concession stands, a lot of ballparks, they have healthier choices these days. A lot of stadiums like that I've read about they have a healthier choice re- healthier restaurants and healthier choices on a concession stand too so if you know where those are, then you can have a pretty good idea of what you're going to eat when you get there. Another option is just be smart and choose a healthier option when you're there so I know it' be it's very tempting especially if you're with friends that go all out when they go to the concession stand it's a lot of, more enticing to get, the bur- to get the cheeseburger, the bacon cheeseburger, the huge burger they have or the big chili dog, the big thing of nachos, all, this thing- all these things that they offer, but that's going to be three times, four times as many calories as the other choices you can make. So show some res- restraint. You- the last thing you want to do is work hard all week long and then blow it on Sunday in just one setting. That's the last thing you want to do. Then you're just going to take away all your results. Don't forget what you're working so hard for when you go there. But some healthier choice, you, you choices you can do. You know, just get a regular cheeseburger instead of the big burger, uh, instead of a chili chili cheese dog or whatever else they have there. Get a regular hot dog. A regular hot dog. I mean, of course it's not the healthiest thing in the world. But as far as a stadium, it's a healthy choice. It's you know only about 300 calories probably and like 9 grams of protein. So, I mean, it's, it's not too bad. It's a lot better choice than you're going to have there. To get a regular hot dog, that's the way stadiums used to be all the time anyway. And if you're going to have a few drinks while you're there, I mean, that's one thing that stadiums definitely look out for us as far as having too many, uh, drinking too many calories because if you wanted to drink a lot of calories, you had to take out a loan on your way to the stadium these days. It's like 10 bucks a beer. But if you are going to have a drink or two, stay away from like the hard lemonades, things like that, because they're going to be full of calories, full of sugar, and a lot of alcohol. There's going to be a lot of calories in a hard lemonade. Get a light beer or something like that instead, and, or just have one drink. Don't have a ton of them. Uh, it, tailgating would save you a lot of money if you did that instead. Um, other things you can do, like a, hot, or a, a regular hot dog instead of a corn dog, too, anything fried, stay away from nachos are always going to be loaded with calories at a stadium, always at about a thousand calories. Things, things that would normally be great choices, good choices for you to make like uh, popcorn. Normally, if you're at home, popcorn is a really healthy snack, not at a ballpark. If you get popcorn at a ballpark, it's going to be tons of calories. So try to avoid that choice completely. Uh, that's a mistake a lot of people would make. Because at the ballpark, it's going to be cooked in oil. It's going to be loaded with butter and everything. And it's going to be just as much as anything else on the menu. It's going to be a lot of calories. Uh, cotton candy is low in calories because we're be really, really high in sugar. And so that's another one you probably want to try to avoid. Um, and try to stay away from the fries. All the fries are going to be loaded with stuff. But just the way they're cooked, they're just worse things for you. And another choice that would, a lot of times is good is peanuts. But at a stadium, they're gonna, peanuts are it's such a small serving that have a ton of calories. And, and at a stadium, if they give you one of those big bags of peanuts. If you eat all those things, it's going to be a ton of calories. So try to avoid that. If you do eat peanuts, then get the ones that come in a shell. If you get the peanuts that come in a shell and make sure you have to work to open them, then you're going to eat a lot less of them. And you'll probably share them with someone too. And so that will end up being a lot less calories. Well, those are my tips to help you eat right at a stadium. Uh, and so, again, the best choice is to eat before you go. But if you're going to snack at the stadium and go and do it, have a good time, just make a smart choice. Well, for your homework for this week, this is our last segment of the show. At the beginning of the show, we got rid of all your excuses. We talked about all the excuses you're making and talked about how to get over them. So if I didn't mention yours, make sure you email me. If you need any help making your goals, email me too. But since we talked about all your obstacles that you've been facing, you have no reason to wait any longer to make fitness a priority in your life. So start that today. Use the stuff I, I gave you today. Print off the goal sheets and take your time. Write down what you want. Make your vision board. Put it up somewhere so every day you can see it. And when you have to make sacrifices, whenever you... Are exhausted from the day and or if you're getting a little burnout with your workout you need a little motivation go back and look at your vision board and remember what you wrote down this is going to help you when the going gets tough and you want to you want to skip a workout and you want to cheat on your diet this is going to help remind you why you're working so hard and remember to get started with the nutrition sheet getting started with nutrition I gave you six tips today first is, Go to either Livestrong.com, MyFitnessPal.com, make yourself an account, and start logging your food. You may be blown away this week how many calories you're having. You may not feel like you're eating that many calories, you eating that much, but you may be having a lot of calories. So it's the first step is recognizing that, and then we'll go from there. So start logging your calories, and learn to read labels. When you go grocery shopping, make sure you're looking at the labels, and make sure you're making the right choice. Does, it have, does, does the food you're picking have a mile-long list of ingredients? Does it have, is it very small and I mean make sure you're picking making the right choices. Start eating four to five times a day. If you only be eating twice a day, sometimes it's a big jump. This week, try to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Don't and make sure you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's I guess better than you put in put in snacks in between them, and start eat, eating a bigger breakfast and a smaller dinner. Make sure you're drinking all your water. Drink half your body weight in ounces at least. When it's hot out here like this, make sure you're drinking more water. Cut out all the processed foods. Like I said, get rid of your house of all the 100-calorie snack packs or low-fat products and start eating real food this week. Get rid of all the processed foods. So next week, I have a great guest coming on. He's from Success Meals. Todd will be here to talk about Success Meals. Success Meals is a company here in Lenexa. Uh, Basically, these are fitness professionals, and you tell them what your fitness goals are, and they're going to prepare you five meals a day. And when you wake up in the morning, they'll be sitting right outside your door. You just take them out of the cooler and put them in your fridge and heat them up as you go. I got on a 12-week program before. I turned 35 at the end of this month, and so that was my motivation. But I've been using it, and the 29th will be my last day of 12 weeks. I've been using it for nine ten weeks now and I can tell you if I'm in I'm leaner I'm I can tell I'm going to be leaner than I ever have been when I'm 35 and so they have helped me out a lot but they're going to be here next he's going to be here on my show next week and he's going to give us a lot of, of talk about nutrition and tips and he'll tell us all about success meals this weekend I'm going to an event in Dallas called the Sean intervention so most of you know who Sean T is I fell in love with the insanity program a while ago and I became insanity certified I do an insanity fit camp here in lenexa sean's intervention is going to be great it is a full day event on saturday and i'm going to have a killer workout that i'll get to do and i'll get to have a technique session with him and he's going to have an hour and a half keynote speech so i plan on being really inspired when i leave and when i come back next week i'll tell you all about it and anything i learn i'll make sure to share with you That's the end of our first session on this show. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be Fit for Life. If there are any questions you have, uh, anything that we talked about earlier with the obstacles, excuses, if I didn't address them, send me an email. I'd be happy to help you with your goals. ChadOsonFitness at gmail.com. And you can check out my Facebook page and YouTube page also. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to Be Fit for Life. Have a great week. I'll see you next time.
1: Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit.